this is going to be terrible for both me and Drew because yeah. we are going to potentially be crucified on the comment section. We're ranking the top five Astros of all time. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Dugout, episode three, and we have got a lot to discuss today. The 2022 MLB playoffs wildcard weekend is over, and we have a lot to discuss. And no, I don't want to talk about it. I'm Cardinals fanatic AJ Caldwell. That is writer, Yankees writer die guy Drew Zagrosi. Drew, I almost messed it up because I got so much on my mind. The uh, Yankees writer die guy Drew Zagrosi. I'm a mess, dude. I'm a mess. What, what what we got for the episode today? We have a lot to talk about, just like every episode we've been recording. Um, AJ's going to be getting his feels a lot, I'm guessing, here. Uh, not going to be good for him. But, <sighs> hey, we got to get it out of the way. It's good to get it out of the way. Um, yeah, I think we should just get right into it. Let's get right into it. We will get to the 2022 wild card recap of all the wild card series, and there were some great ones uh, to get to. But first and foremost, we are ranking another team's top five players. And as if it wasn't bad enough for me ranking the Dodgers last week, this is going to be terrible for both me and Drew because yeah. we are going to potentially be crucified on the comment section. We're ranking the top five Astros of all time. And so do we actually go out on a limb and put one of the cheating scumbags from the 2017 team as a top five player? Drew, lead us off. Who's number five? Alrighty, So... Like AJ just said, do we put one of the cheaters on this list? I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to, wow. just because we're starting with the lowest of the low. And I think he's a cheater, but he is very talented. We all know this. Um, I'm putting Jose Altuve at number five. Uh, you I mean, are. Yeah. So, I mean, to start with the cheating stuff, I mean, I he took a MVP away from Judge his rookie year. That, I mean, that sucks. I mean... World Series champion 2017. That was the the also the cheating year, um, but he really is he is very talented. I mean, uh, I think he's an eight time All Star, eight time All Star, uh, but like one of the shortest people in the league. And just the things he can do. I mean, being that short, it's actually pretty crazy. Um, mm. So I think he does deserve to be on here, regardless of all that. And I know I'm a Yankees fan saying that, but he is very talented. And because of the cheating stuff, that's why I'm putting him at number five. If this was like the top 25 Astros, I would put him at 25. So, I mean, um, that's where I'm going with that. And AJ, lead us into the number four pick. I like it. I, I like you getting that out of the way, Drew, because then I don't have to face that. Only you have yeah. to face that. Yep. But... <laughs> um, I like Jose Altuve at five. Do I go with another member of the 2017 squad? I do not. Really? I do not. Okay. Uh, I was wondering if I should go in that direction, and thankfully you, you took the burden off of my shoulders. At number four, just looking at my list here, I'm going to go with Jeff Bagwell. Okay. Jeff Bagwell, one of the best first basemen potentially of all time. Uh, great career with the Astros. In my opinion, he actually invented the eye black because I had not seen anybody with eye black wear it as much as Jeff Bagwell did until he did it. Uh, so Jeff Bagwell deserves to be on that list. Great career with the Astros. I uh, don't think he ever won a World Series with them, but we can we can fact check that at some point. Uh, but Jeff Bagwell is consistent first baseman in that era, right? He played in the early 2000s in that era with so many greats. You think about Pujols, you think about Sammy Sosa, you think about Mark McGuire, like all these great players that played 
uh, first base, played in the infield. Jeff Bagwell, I think you have to put in that list. And also, Jeff Bagwell, a backyard baseball character. So we're just going to continue looping that in until yes, you guys understand the greatness of this, this computer game. Uh, Jeff Bagwell, number four, great Astros first baseman. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Uh, he was also on my list to pick. Um, so There you go. Number three. Oof. Okay. You got to do it. This is tough, man, because I have, like, a lot of – okay. Number three, I think I'm going to put Roy Oswalt. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Roy Oswalt at number three. Just because of these other that. names I had on this list. Hopefully that doesn't mess you up too much. Oh, that oh, that's tough now, bro. Yeah. Number that's three, tough. Roy... G- give your Roy Oswalt case. I'm, I'm yeah, really so, curious. I mean, three-time All-Star, and just because of that – I mean, the other people that I have on my list, I notice that they're they have way more all stars. Uh, <laughs> Are you regretting they... your decision? <laughs> no, man, no. I think this is good. I think this is good. All right, so he had the lowest ERA in 2006, led the National League in wins in 2004 with 20. Um, I don't know. You, I okay. think that's. I think he's in the perfect spot to be honest for number three. Here's the problem. Because the other guy that I was going to put in number three, if you put, I think I think this is good. I think this okay. is good. Okay. Because Roy Oswalt was also fringe for me between four and three. Yeah, but exactly. But here's my issue now. Exactly. Is I don't know where to put Lance Berkman. Okay. So well, Lance Berkman for me was going to be number three. But this is why we do this. People, this is, this is, this is why you get to see us just kind of figure this out together. We get to yep. kind We're of conflict resolution. We're on the spot. Uh, on the spot because I don't know if I can put Lance Berkman over these next two guys. And that's tough now because we, we could potentially now leave Lance Berkman off the top five Astros list, <laughs> which is awful. Um, um, yeah. But bro, I, I have to go number two with Nolan Ryan. Yep. Nolan Ryan, number two, one of the best pitchers of all time. I mean, if the if the award wasn't going to be named after Cy Young, I think it would have been the Nolan Ryan Award because <laughs> he was right. that good of a pitcher, right? Yeah, uh, he completely revolutionized baseball. At the age he was pitching at, at the velocity he was pitching at, is something we had never seen during that time. I mean, he was throwing fastballs at a velocity that we hadn't seen until probably 2013 to 2015. Currently. Um, and so d- during during this the, the era of baseball from 2013 to 2015, and so Nolan Ryan completely revolutionized the game during the 80s and the 90s, and when he was pitching at that level. And so I, I think Nolan Ryan deserves to be on this list. The only reason I'm not putting him number one is because of one individual, and Drew, I'm yep. hoping you agree with me. Yeah, I mean that kind of sucks because I mean we are going to be leaving uh, Lance Berkman off this list now. Yeah, um, Craig Bittard. Yeah, Craig Biggio, number yep. one, all-time, seven-time All-Star, four Silver Slugger Awards, played his whole career with the Astros, just like another person on our list, uh, Jeff Bagwell, on the same yep. team as at one point. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, you, I think of the Astros, I think of Craig Biggio. When you see that old Astros logo, that's the first p- person I think of. Mm. Um, just number one player in Astros franchise history. He's got to be. He's got to be. And the coolest part now is that you have guys that – played in 2022 in their final season that were playing against his son that had also played yep. against Craig Biggio. I saw something that Adam Wainwright struck out Calvin Biggio and they pulled up a stat that he had struck out 
Craig Biggio and Calvin Biggio, That's which sick. tells you how long Adam Wainwright has been playing Major League Baseball, which is just pretty cool. Um, just to see the family uh, generational uh, heritage there of the Biggio family. But yeah, Craig Biggio, if not for Kyle Rickin Jr., I mean, are we even talking about anybody but Craig Biggio in terms of hits and games and all those things? Uh, Kyle Rickin Jr. was the standard, but right below him, I think, is Craig Biggio in terms of overall uh, just Ironman talent. Sure. Uh, so yeah, we leave Lance Parkman off. Justin Verlander was also fringe for me just because he's played Ooh. four seasons with the Astros. Um, I think that is a long enough time yeah. for him to be considered as an all-time Astro. Um, it's always difficult when a guy gets traded midway through his career. Um, and that actually is a perfect transition, Drew, because it's that time again. I feel like we need theme music for this, like this some really <laughs> sad, sappy music. It's that time again. We're doing another collapse segment. Uh, I told you, uh, Detroit Tiger fans, not to worry because we're coming right to your kitchen. Uh, you better get comfortable because uh, we are giving the overall collapse of the Detroit Tigers today. We talked about the Royals last week. AL Central, we're just taking you to the woodshed right now, and I don't really care because I got no affiliation. Uh, the Royals, obviously, we talked about uh, was just this horrifically hilarious collapse after the 2015 World Series, and they just continued to lose games. Now we're talking about the Detroit Tigers. Here's the thing about the Detroit Tigers, Drew. It's worse. <laughs> I don't know how it's worse than the Royals, but it is. It's worse. Let me give you a recap. In 2012, the Detroit Tigers made the World Series. They were one of the best teams in the American League. They fielded a team, brace yourselves, I'm ready. of Miguel Cabrera in his prime. That was the year mm -hmm. Miguel Cabrera won the Triple Crown, by the way. Yep. Last time someone's won the Triple Crown, Miguel Cabrera. Prince Fielder, who had just gotten traded from the Brewers. Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer were all on the Detroit Tigers that got swept by the San Francisco Giants. Now, you might say, oh, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer weren't in their prime, blah, blah, blah. Justin Verlander's pitching out of his mind at 40 years old. Why would we not believe that he was that good when he was young, too? The Detroit Tigers are awful. That they continue to be awful in 2022. They were one of the worst teams in the league. The AL Central, we mentioned this uh, in a previous podcast, the AL Central has been like the NFC East of Major League Baseball, I guess up until 2022, because the NFC East is actually good in 2022. But the NFC East was always called the NFC Least because every team was trying to lose a division. That's the AL Central now. So if you're at the bottom of a team trying to, of a division trying to lose itself, you're worse than worse, if that yeah. makes sense. So the Tigers, after 2012, Drew, they've had two playoff appearances. Two. And one was the next year, mm -hmm. and that was the big poppy home run in 2013, yep. the Grand Slam, that. Yeah. Uh, where Torrey Hunter would, uh, basically fell over the side, and the police officer threw his hands up. One of the best pictures of all time, by the yeah. way. Law enforcement, who's supposed to protect people, couldn't care less about Torrey Hunter falling headfirst over a wall because he was cheering for the Red Sox. It was just great. Yeah. Uh, and then the next year, they lost in the ALDS. Since 2014, the Tigers have not only not made the playoffs, they finished last in the AL Central four times. Mm -hmm. Four times since 2014. You factor that in, from 2014 to 2022, they have been at the bottom of the division half the time. So the Tigers have not been great. Now you think, oh, what about 2006? I was about to bring that up. In 2006, they lost to my St. Louis Cardinals in five games. And since that point, they had only made the playoffs twice up until 2012. So since 2006, Drew, 
The Tigers have made the playoffs four times. Four. That's it. And not only that, but they've let go of superstars. Miguel Cabrera mm-hmm. is basically the only guy that's left from the Tigers franchise, and he's just had to kind of sit there like he's in a porta potty, just kind of trying to make make sense of what's going on. That's what Miguel Cabrera has endured as a Detroit Tiger. Thank goodness he's now retired after the 2022 season. But the Tigers, I don't know how you can be worse than the Royals, but you've been worse than the Royals. And I don't I don't know where else to go from here, Drew, except to bring up the fact that the AL Central doesn't have any bright spots looking forward. So if you continue to be bad, the Detroit Tigers will prove themselves to be not only in baseball, but in professional sports as one of the worst teams in North American sports. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, let's fast forward to even now. You sign Javier Baez. Look at what he's done this year, man. Look at him. He's awful. He's got 2022 awful. Javier Baez is, is awful. 2022 Javier Baez is awful. I mean... And what's his? Do you know what they signed him for? The contract? It's like it's pretty. Uh, it's legit. It's pretty it, long. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure what it, was it? Multiple years? What do, do I dare go that far? Was it multiple years? Bringing it up real quick. Oh um, man, Javier buys by the way since 2016. I mean, the guy has fallen off a cliff. He's fallen off a cliff since winning the World Series with the Chicago Cubs. Cubs fans, we're coming for you soon. So he signed a six-year, $140 million contract with the Tigers. This Six was tweeted years. This was tweeted by Ken Rosenthal on November 30th, 2021. So <laughs> Six years. And just, just to get, like, again, we talked about last week with the, uh, the Royals farm system. Don't, don't you do it. It's the same deal with the Tigers. <laughs> it, really, it really is. Drew, there's got to be one name, bro. Riley Green's up now. Riley, Riley Green's Green. up. It's uh, Roger Clemens' kids on the team, which is really cool. Did you see him striking out Otani? I did see that. That was, that was really cool. cool. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's bad. It's bad. Brad Osmus, all love to him. Uh, he's gonna need to find a new job soon because if you can't even field a team, and Brad Osmus has been a good good manager. Like I, I'm not crapping on Brad Tom, Brad Osmus. I think he's a great manager. But if you finish last in your division in the AL Central, like I get it if it's the you know the NL West <laughs> or like the AL AL East or something, you finish last in the AL Central, that is bottom of the barrel. That that is like one of the worst jobs in sports. Uh, we we made a case for the for the Angels to be a minor league team. I think we need to put the Tigers in that category too. They just have been that bad. Uh, so there you go. There's another collapse segment for you. We'll work on the theme music. We'll work on whatever we need to to, to make this as enjoyable as possible because Drew and I love talking about collapses because we cheer for two teams that are at least supposed to be a playoff team. I'll just leave it there for now, Drew. I don't want to so, get into it yet. On a circle right back, though, A.J. Hinch is obviously the, the Tigers manager. Oh, A.J. Hinch. That. That. See, that's the thing, bro. I thought that's how bad the Tigers are, bro. I don't even remember who their manager is. I, I love that just because of everything, him getting fired with the Astros. I mean, it's it's perfect. It's Brad really Austin was perfect. the manager when they were good. See, so I was at least yeah. giving him the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, yeah, Brad Austin. Bro, they, they shipped him off too. They yeah. got rid of everybody. It's, they got rid of everybody. Uh, I'm oh, sorry, Tigers goodness. fans. That's it. That's it. We'll, um, we'll move on. We'll let you guys rest. Um, <laughs> uh, so we are gonna, we're going to talk a little about what happened recently. You know, the playoffs are obviously here. We're going to get into that. But um, AJ. Yes, sir. What happened, man? What happened with your Cardinals? Well, before before I get into what happened, 
Drew, you you are you are way jumping the gun. Can we at least do our new segment first? Can but you're, you you just want me to talk about the Cardinals so bad, you forgot about that we want to actually celebrate baseball rather yes. than just come right at my chest and say say it. <laughs> we want to give uh, a shout out every week to a historical moment that happened in MLB history, and we want to talk about uh, Tom Seaver. So on October 10th, 2022, Tom Seaver, and let me just check the date on it, in 1973, going all yep. the way back, pitched, what was it, a shutout? It pitched a, uh, basically a, a very quality start game to send the Mets to their second World Series in four years. Over the Reds. Over the Reds, which tells you how long ago it was. The yeah. Mets went to the World Series twice in four years, and they beat the Reds to do so. So 1973 probably was a great year for all those people. Not anymore. And Drew really wants me to talk about the Cardinals. I really want you to. I'm going to get to it. <laughs> but can we at least talk about the other collapse that happened uh, over, yes. over the weekend? We're going to yes, get sir. our 2022 wild card recap. Drew, Drew is just salivating over there. Just, AJ, give me, all, give me all your thoughts. I'm, I'm coming. Don't worry. I'm coming. So yeah, obviously. But Drew, how, yeah, you're the Yankees fan. I mean, I yeah. want to hear from you first. How are you feeling on October 10th, 2022, knowing that the New York Mets are eliminated from the playoffs? So obviously, episode one prediction, I'm wrong. Uh, the Yankees-Mets World <laughs> Bro, Series. <I> <laughs> Dude, you are wrong. Yankees-Mets is not going to be uh, the uh, the final World Series. It's not going to happen, but... um. Yeah, I really, uh, I was expecting the Mets to pull this off. I really was. No, um, you weren't. The pod, I don't know, man. The Padres, no, you hot. weren't. Padres really got hot at the right time. Um, Trent Grisham just become this postseason hero. Uh, yep. Awful in the regular season, but he's just really shown up. That's very good for them. Um, we got to talk about the Joe Musgrove stuff. We gotta... <laughs> so let, let, let me let me say this. I have I have some Padres fans that will remain nameless just so they don't get blasted when they get swept by the Dodgers uh, coming up in, in 2022 NLDS. But uh, I have some Padre fans I was talking to today before before we recorded and was just like, hey, I, I want to hear, hear all your thoughts. And my buddy shows me a video. Bro, they were hyping like themselves up, jumping up and down, watching the TV, being like, y'all messed up, y'all messed up, y'all messed up. <laughs> because the Mets were so desperate like so desperate it's awful you 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 get shut out one hit one hit in a winner take all game it's the least amount of hits given up by a team in a winner take all game drew in postseason history that's never happened before that the only close thing was two hits by the royals or something the padres one hit the nets and buck showalter just has no other option apparently, but to check Joe Musgrove because he's pitching that well. Think about what that did to Padres fans everywhere and to Joe Musgrove to think like, you can't hit me that you think I'm cheating. Like, <laughs> yeah. think about how bad that is for New York Mets fans. Like the look that that gives them now that they can't hit good pitching because they think that they're cheaters. It's like, it's so, it's so I don't, bad. it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, he his ears were, like, shiny or something. It looked like he had something on his ears. But wouldn't that – I saw a tweet. It looked like a Vaseline substance. Why would it's that like be, a, like, yeah, sticky? I saw, I saw Andrew McCutcheon tweet something. He said it's called Red Hot or something. It basically just keeps their adrenaline up. 
and it burns their ears so that they're like they're always like like wired or whatever. Right. But he said it's not it's like icy hot. I'm guessing then. Like yeah, icy. It's, not, it's not so sticky. And so it's not. Yeah, yeah. It it was it was phenomenal for me to watch the personally the baseball fan because I was just sitting there just like, what's going on? Like, yeah. <laughs> what what is going? The, the Potters have won this game, and you basically just throwing <clears> in the white towel. We can't hit him. The Mets should have just done that, Drew. They should have just held up this sign that says, we can't hit Joe Musgrove. Like, that would have been better than, than Buck Walter being like, hey, he, uh, he, you see, see, see shining ears? Manny Machado was laughing. Yeah. Laughing at all of this. And now the Padres, deservingly so, are going to the NLDS. So, I do that story. My, the, the Padre friends that I have, they were just losing it. They were laughing so hard. Like, what what did that do to the, the psyche of the Padres thinking, like, we're so good, you think we're cheating? Yeah, so um, the Mets are eliminated after having one of the greatest seasons that they've played, and the Yankees haven't even played a postseason game yet. Bro, we love to see the it. Mets might have had a better year this year than the year they went to the World Series. Think about that. Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah. didn't even make it out of the wild card. They had a better year this year in 2022 than they have had in past seasons, and they didn't even make it out of the wild card. So. But how how about uh, the Guardians and the Rays? Because that's gonna that's okay, the winner. Yeah. That was gonna be who plays you guys. So what yep. did you think about that over over the weekend uh, for the twenty twenty two wild card between the Rays and Guardians? Yeah. So just watching those games, um, the stadium was like electric in Cleveland. I mean, yep. I I really wanted the Rays to pull it off. Like I said, just to get some revenge on them. But that <laughs> Cleveland team is pretty scary. I was hoping that it would go all games. So just because everyone would get worn out, whoever the winner was, but um, that's that's a scary team. It really was, and I don't know how you feel about that. You said if we end up playing the Guardians, we would just sweep them. Yep. I, are you still with that? Are you? Still Here's my answer to that, Drew. Game two went 15 innings. Exactly. It's the longest game that was scoreless in postseason history. There was no point in watching that game outside of the one play Jose Ramirez made in the 11th inning or whatever the heck it was. Yeah. The game was a joke. It was a it joke. It really was. Yeah. And, and Gonzalez, whatever his name is, hits the home run by the 15th. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, there wasn't any like, but, wow, the but, Guardians are going, like, what a game. The final score was one to nothing in 15 innings. They were yeah. trying to lose the game. They were trying to force a game three. Like, I think the Guardians were trying to force a game three at that point. Like, that's how bad it looked. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, needless to say, I still think the 2022 ALDS is a sweep, sweep okay. for the Yankees. I don't know. I think they're scary, but like you just said, that walk-off homer, it was off Corey Kluber. I just think that's hilarious. Oh, X, dude. Ex-Indians ace or Guardians ace. Um, yep. Poetic irony, bro. Poetic yeah. irony. I did I did kind of like that. but um, that, that was great. But the other series that I think was actually really good is uh, the Jays and Mariners. Mm -hmm. Simply because yep. of this fact, bro. Blue Jays fans, bro. <laughs> Blue Jays fans, man. Like that Lance that is my, that is my response, bro. How many times, dude? How many times is it gonna happen? When's the last time the Blue Jays have made it to the ALCS, bro? I think it's I think it's when Joe Car when uh, Carter hit the, the walk off home run in the World Series. Like yeah. I think that's the last time they've been to the ALCS. I, I really do. And you can fact check that right now, but how many times, bro? How many times are the Blue Jays going to give up a lead and give up a playoff series because they're awful? 
because they're that bad. They're that bad at playing postseason baseball. You were mm-hmm. up eight to one, eight to one in a must-win game, do-or-die game. It's not like you were up one-zero in the series and you needed to to win the game, and uh, you know you were you were down one-zero. Like you had that, that was your season, and you let the Mariners, who are by the way a great team. I'm yeah. not the credits to the Mariners, but how many times, Drew? How yeah, many times are we going to be talking a... about Blue Jays fans and the Toronto Blue Jays not living up to expectations again? I just loved seeing Alec Manoa get pummeled after <laughs> saying all this stuff. After he was asked, do you have any pressure going into this? Uh, no. What did he say? Uh, pressures for tires or something. It was just... Uh, <laughs> I love it. Pressures for tires. I, I, Alec Manoa, he gives off that like CC Sabathia vibe, I feel like. you know, mm. he's, he's probably hated by a lot of people. He's a bigger guy. Mm. Um, but I just loved seeing that just because of the fact he's, he's so... With the Garrett Cole stuff, when he told uh, Garrett Cole to walk past the Audi sign that one game, I mean, I just, I love seeing it. I really did. But yeah, Drew that, was, was reveling in it. That game where the Mariners came back, that was very fun to watch. That, that fun was to fun watch. to watch, and, and I, I'm very excited to see what they're going to do against the Astros. Like I said, mm-hmm. I think it's going to go five games. I think the Astros pull it out, but, man, that's going to be a fun series. That's going to be an yes, awesome sir. series. I did see, too, do you remember the Vladimir Guerrero quote? After they got out last year, the in the playoffs, he said, "Last year was last year oh, was the yeah. trailer. This yep. year's gonna be the movie." <laughs> yep, love seeing that. I just yep. saw that recently. Oh, and at this point, Drew, I'm just laughing so I don't cry. <laughs> um, can can I go? You can go. Can I'll I let go? you. Uh, just let just, you get just, out uh, just kick back, everybody. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to con- compose myself here. What happened? What happened? People, I'm still, here's the craziest part. I have not fully processed what I witnessed over the 2022 wildcard weekend between the Philadelphia Phillies and St. Louis Cardinals. What you are hearing are my thoughts that I'm still thinking through. Let that sink in for a second. What I'm trying to tell you is are things that I have not even processed fully yet. So I'm going to try to explain myself as best as I can. Nothing happened over the 2022 wildcard weekend that had anything to do with our trade deadline, with our ownership, with our GM, with any of that. Our manager, blah, 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 blah. We were up 2-0 to zero in game one. Pinch hit home run. The first go-ahead pinch hit home run, Drew, in Cardinals postseason history. <laughs> to go up 2-0. Going to the ninth inning. Ryan Helsley, who, by the way, was good to go. I am sick and tired. Sick and tired of people saying that he should not have been pitching. He was fine. He was good to go. And of all days, of all days, to have a fluke game, it was that game. Uh, of game one over, tw- over the 2022 wildcard weekend. The Phillies wouldn't stop. They kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Helsley comes out of the game. At this point, Drew, it's 2-1. to one. It's 2-1. to one. We got one out. We got a ground ball pitcher coming in. Rookie's been really good. I'm thinking, you know what? We've been here before. Just get it through. Gene Segura swings at a ball in the left-handed batter's box. Okay? This thing wasn't even in the strike zone, bro. 
He swings his bat like he's playing wiffle ball. Throws his bat at it. Hits it to gold glover Tommy Edmond. Mm-hmm. Who, of course, of all days to miss, misses on this day. Goes underneath his glove. Phillies take the lead. Three to two. At this point, I'm like, that sucks. It's terrible. Just get out of the end. And then it all falls apart. We get three more runs. Game one's over before it even happened. I sat on my couch and yelled what happened like you just heard me. And was like, the season's over. Here's the worst part. By the time game two rolled around, I completely switched and was like, we're winning this game. Right? Our offense is way too good. We're um, all these great things. Like, we've had one of the best offenses we've had since going to the World Series in 2013. Mm -hmm. There are stats to back that up. NL MVP. Albert Pujols hanging out of his mind. Nolan Arenado probably going to finish runner-up MVP. Like, all of these things. The eighth inning happens. Bryce Harper had already hit a home run. The Phillies were up 2-0. Albert Pujols, and potentially potentially his last at-bat. I hated all that talk. This is his last at-bat of his career. Shut up. Mm -hmm. Albert Pujols singles. It's first and second, one out. And the big boys are coming up. The big boys are coming up. Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, even Brendan Donovan in the fifth spot. A great hitter and doesn't strike out. Like, if anything else, we're going to be able to get a run. Paul Goldschmidt. I love the dude to death. Great person. Great player. Belongs in a Cardinal uniform. Of all days. Like, I don't know how many times I have to say this. Of all days, for him to swing at a pitch that he never swings at. Swings at a ball at his ankles. Mm-hmm. To strike out. Okay. Two outs. Man, that sucks. Goldie tried to, to win it for us right there. But Nolan, dude. Nolan's going to do it. Nolan's going to jack one. The vibes are going to be back. Cardinal baseball is going to be back. We're going to win game three. We're going to Atlanta. Nolan Arenado swung through a slider that he mashes, dude. Like, he mashes. He had just done it the game before, and if it wasn't a windy day, it's halfway up the seats. Why do I say all this? Because <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> we are... Better than the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Now, let me say this. Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. I can't do anything but this. Like, yeah. the starting pitching for the road National League teams in the 2022 wild card, off the charts. Joe Musgrove, you Darvish, Blake Snell. Blake Snell got hit around a little bit. But Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, bro, like, I can't. We're good offense. Like, we should have scored runs. But they were making some pitches. It was just like, I hate I hate to love it. I love to hate it. Uh, Nolan Arenado just swung through an absolute meatball. It, his type of meatball. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't a fastball. It was a slider that was hung in the bottom of the zone that he usually matches. And now we sit here. Drew, I texted you. Do we have to record? <laughs> we just got swept by the Phillies. Who have the vibes back, right? They haven't been in the playoffs since 2011. That's great. It's going to be a great series probably with the Braves. But I can't help but wonder, what in the world are we going to do this offseason? Because last year, it was a one-game wild card, and people were saying that if we had beat the Dodgers in that game, we had just won 17 in a row, Drew. We went on a 17-game win streak to get into the playoffs last season. This year, 
We have an even better offense. Albert Pujols is back. All mm-hmm. the vibes are back. And we have game 1-1. One, one. And you blink. And I'm sitting here recording with you. Still proudly wear, bearing the Cardinals up behind me. But just thinking... What? That, that, that That's part of me still trying to process, ladies and gentlemen. I don't got... I got nothing. Um, we had our big boys up at the right time. And it's all over. Drew, give me your thoughts. And I got one more thought. Um, I would love nothing more than the editors over at Clutch Point to roll back the clip of me asking <laughs> how you felt about going into that Phillies wild card and you just being all happy about it. <laughs> I hate to do that to you. <laughs> but it is... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate you so much. I I, no, I I hate what happened. <laughs> I bro, I had all the confidence in the world. I this this always happens to other like here's what I think of, and then I got one more thought. Mm-hmm. The 2019 Braves, right? We go, they come to St. Louis up two one, and we win Game Four. Yadier Molina has some clutch hits. We go into Game Five. Right, they have um, Mike Fultonevich pitching Game Five. If you remember in 2019, Mike Fultonevich was a top ten ERA starter mm-hmm. for like in the NL. Bro, we scored ten runs in the first inning. The game was over before the bottom of the first inning. Drew, I sat there on my couch, just slumped like this, <laughs> and I was like, "Is this how the 2019 Braves felt?" Because we had we had Game One one, we we had Game One one. The series was over. We had Michaelis going the next day. We pitched out of our minds. Drew, in the last three postseason games, last three elimination games, sorry, so 2020, 2021, this year, we're one for 31 with runners in scoring position. One for freaking 31. 30 outs and one hit. I will finish with this. A lot of frustration, obviously. A lot of stuff on my mind. I got choked up watching Yachty and Pujols, bro. Yeah. That's my childhood. You think about the NFL, right? People saying Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning, all these guys, when, when Tom Brady finally retires, like that's the end of an era. Outside of this guy in the back that I already talked about, King Griffey Jr., Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina made me fall in love with baseball as a Cardinals fan. 2006, 2011 especially is what I remember. David Freeze that year. They will no longer be baseball players or wearing a Cardinal uniform. And that, more than anything, choked me up. Usually it's like, oh man, am I crying because we're losing? This time it was like, Who's no, this is, a, this is the end of an era. Mm-hmm. This is the end of an era. And I shouldn't have done it, but I watched the post-game interviews <laughs> because I was just so like so filled with emotion that I just didn't know what to do. And I was just bawling my eyes out, bro. I'm watching Yachty and Pools just be like, we got nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's been a great career, but this was not the goal. And so here I sit, bro. Here I sit and it's time to move on. Uh, Mariners are my dark horse. Uh, I've been loving them, especially with King Griffey Jr. And just the vibes, the watching highlights of him. I want to see them go deep. I want to see them, you know, pull off an upset. 
Um, obviously, it'd be cool to see the Yankees in the World Series. That's always good for baseball. Um, but yeah, this sucks. This uh, there's no there's no other way to dice it, bro. Like it's it's not fun when you're you're uh, you lose when you lose baseball, especially you lose basketball or you lose a football playoff game. It's like man, we didn't have it. Baseball, like you had you had the mojo or you don't. Yeah, um, and we definitely did not. And it's not on anybody. I I want to come on this podcast right now and just be like, fire everybody, fire. I'm not gonna do that. No, I'm not gonna do that. This is this is all on Paul Goldschmidt and on Arenado. You guys were the reason why we were there. We were gonna live or die with them. Definitely plan on living with them. And instead, we died. The one time probably that we would have died with them just happened to be in that day. Um, So props to the Phillies, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Bryce Harper. Good on you guys. Good luck getting swept by the Braves. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I want to just say thank you to uh, everyone in the MLB for watching our podcast again. Uh, Michael K. announcing the Cardinals games. The Yankees announcer. That's great. Love that. There we go. There um, we go. But no, I mean, I don't. The Cardinals. You're you're definitely gonna be in the postseason. A bunch future. You got no Drew. I can't. No, I don't want no. that though. I don't no, want to do. be in the. You post-season. do. You do. Trust me. I mean, I Nolan want. Arenado, I want to be elite. Great. You almost forget Nolan Arenado is even a, a Rocky just because of how good he looks, just let alone looks in a Cardinals uniform. Yep. Just the way he plays, has been playing. He's he's a great player. You guys have Jordan Walker, that great oh. prospect. Come on, Drew. Just tr- lay it on me. Trust me. Trust me. me. Oh, Trust man. me. You guys, you guys are set. You, you're golden. Not set <sighs> maybe yet, but you're golden. Yeah. Let's hope so. Yes, sir. Speaking of being golden, though. There's a team that is still in the 2022 playoffs, and that is your New York Yankees. Yes, sir. Uh, how do you feel about 2022 ALDS and looking forward to those Cleveland Guardians that you apparently are much more high on than I am? Yeah, so I showed my cards a little bit previously. Um, they're scary. They're young. They have some uh, just some sort of vibe about them. They really, they're just young. I mean, they're, they're going to give it to us, I feel like. I keep saying it, but... Um, I'm hoping Nestor gets the game one start. Mm. Just because just cause of his 2022 stats, he's been, I mean, lights out almost every start. He's amazing I this year. That. And he's just one of those guys, like, um, who is he? Like, why is he doing this? A lot of teams <laughs> are thinking that probably. A lot of uh, – but, um, no, he's very good. I think he should get the game one start. Um, give Cole the second game start, and uh, we'll move from there. But – yeah, um, just want to bring up the Aroldis Chapman stuff. That's just like, what? <laughs> what is going on? Um, so, let's see. I'll bring up the tweet here because it just makes no sense. Um, I can't wait for this. So, he, didn't, he said he didn't attend the mandatory workout uh, because he wanted to know if he was definitely going to be on the postseason roster. So, the Yankees could not give him that information so he did not show up so the yankees told him to stay in miami and his yankee career is probably over now which over beach I care really rodents you ain't coming yeah um just the way he's been all year out because of a tattoo infection <laughs> like bro seriously like seriously <laughs> just get i i really could, i could care less about him now one of the greatest really? closers. So you're just moving on. You're not. You're yeah, not worried I, about it. I'm not worried about him. He can go to a different team. He could play great. I would not care just because of that 
everything he's done this year. It's just so annoying, like <laughs> literally. But um, wow. No, I think we'll be good. I just don't like Michael King not being here because of that injury, the season-ending mm. injury. I think he needed to get Tommy John actually, mm. or something. But he was very good. That kind, that's kind of a loss not having him. But we need Clay Holmes to return to his uh, his self because yep. uh, he, he was great in 2022 when beating, uh, when he was on beating Mariano's saves or whatever. But um, yep, yeah, we definitely need him back to return to his full form. Um, mm. and you know, we need, we need those, we need some players to start showing up. We need John Carlo to go on a streak. Like you said, he's definitely do. He gets streaky when he's, uh, when yep. he's there, but, um, and Matt Carpenter, you know, I mean, you can, <laughs> you know, your Cardinals are out, but I mean, you're watching this Yankees series and you can be like, Hey, old times, you know, old times. Bro, we if, definitely if Carpenter gets going. Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm over, very bro. excited for that. Um, for sure. Very clutch. And we just need Judge to keep doing what he's doing. Unbelievable. Bro, Judge can every get cold. Episode. Yeah, he could. He very he Judge cannot get cold, bro. Oh my could, gosh. But, like, um, what just happened with team. me what just happened with yeah. me on, on, on this past segment is what will happen with you if Judge goes cold. The guard yeah. the Guardians could could win that series if Judge goes cold. For sure. Hundred percent. And um he's that guy that's carried this team all year. Um it's crazy. So he can, uh, he definitely needs to be there. I definitely feel like if he's doing good, he's going to set off that momentum for the yep. whole team to be like, we're here. We got to get this done. So, yep. Yeah. Yankee State will be rocking. Yes, Cleveland sir. will be rocking. That'll be an interesting game three, game three and game four. Uh, I got the sweep still. Drew, you got him okay. in five, you said? Yep. Wow. I do. We shall see. We shall see. I'm I'm supposed to continue being on this podcast and uh and talking baseball, so I will uh <laughs> laugh so I don't cry and continue to do that. Uh I said I didn't want to talk about it, but I did. Drew, I I got through it. Um, I threw it. It's all over with. Yeah, you know what? It's like you move on and uh, let's just stop talking. Now. Um <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. Uh appreciate you guys uh make sure to like and subscribe and rate and review the podcast as always. Um, we appreciate all the support. We have shorts that have just dropped on Clutch Points and MLB Clutch Points YouTube channels as well. So make sure to check those out. Drew fell asleep during Judge's 61st home run. Make sure you check out that short. Uh, that was a super funny story. Uh, and we'll hear more. We'll hear more uh, stories from Drew. We'll, we need to incorporate those segments in here soon of life of a Yankees fan uh, living in New York. That's got to be something that only Drew can understand. Uh, so we'll we'll get into those things. But we have to see how the Yankees do first. In the 2022 ALDS and NLDS, make sure you guys tune into those. Uh, until next time, I'm Cardinals Fanatic, still Cardinals Fanatic, AJ Caldwell. That is Yankees Ride or Die guy, Drew Zagrosi. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you, guys.